Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. Yeah, the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem? Tell me now. Only thing that's on my mind is who gon' this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Pumla. What's up? We are live. It's uh, Friday. He's laughing at me, y'all. Kwame's putting on his aftershave. Oh my goodness. He's putting on some smell good. What are you? And it burning too, cause I shaved and then yeah, I saw like, you I didn't do anything. Yeah. You just took a shower. Well, I was tired, man. Out last night. Well, I went to the uh, purge. Is that gold bond? Uh, no, it's okay. it is a uh, banana boat. Yep. Sports performance cool, cool zone. Kurt, no, he has about uh, 10, 10 bottles in his bag. Okay. Yeah, this stuff's awesome. It cools see. off your skin right away. I'm I'm getting cool. Just from <laughs> just, just smell from good it. though, right? Well, yeah, yeah. the smell yeah. of it is smell getting is I ran out of deodorant anyway. Smell so is I here. <laughs> there you go. Good. Perfect. I think deodorant is one thing I run out of the most. Yeah? Yeah, man. I use it all the time. Well, I, that's why I always buy and the, multi- toothpa- I always buy the multi-packs. Yeah, but it comes with two or three in a pack. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes mm. I do. I always do that. I because I, you know, especially I, when you're traveling too. I never know. I wonder why my toothpaste lasts forever. You know, but here's here's <laughs> what happens with toothpaste. I, I brush my teeth, do I? Ninety eight percent of the toothpaste you use like in a month, and then that last two percent you kind of get it to straggle along for another month. You try to roll it out exactly, and, and then you're just using a little bit because you realize how little you actually need. Right. Like but that. in the beginning, you're, you're you know slabbering the whole thing on there. <laughs> That's like somebody with a lot of That's money. Funny. I could spend heavy right now because I got a lot. But when it start dwindling down, you're like, oh, yeah. I better start managing this money. Yeah. I better start managing. I don't, yeah, yeah if that's, you're smarter. That's great. See? See, I bring something every now and then. That's why you call you Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. You know. <laughs> Check the socks. <laughs> he ain't got no socks. He going uh, to the gym or something today. He going golf. You going golfing, right? No, no. I, I just, listen, I was, uh, I, I changed into this stuff because I was in my, I just got back from the gym. Okay. And I didn't want to come into my gym stuff. You and it's always Demery? freezing. Here. No, he didn't see me. <laughs> he didn't see Demery no, at the gym? No, no, I didn't see him. He didn't see me. I didn't see I haven't seen Demery at the gym He didn't see me. I didn't see him. Just keep it that way. He didn't see me. I didn't see him. Well, Go ahead, Kirk. reason were you, why. Go were ahead. you there? No. Okay. <laughs> it took you a long time to say, no, you think about, should I lie on this one? I say, I went early. You yeah. know he wakes up like 3 o'clock and 3.30. Right, <laughs> right. Out the house at about 4.30. I got issues. There's no question. Now, last night I went to um, uh, James' house. You know uh, over there in the, um, the little mansion joint, the back, backyard looked like a resort. Mm. Glass had his, uh, his uh, fourth annual, well, he had a fourth annual golf classic that we're right. in today. Supposed yeah. to play in there at ten, so I'm uh, might not see y'all for twenty minutes. I might leave. I can get there in ten minutes. Yeah, so I got time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it, it was pretty good. It was. I got there late because I was at the purse watching the game. I said, I said, Jeremy said it was going to be a blowout. Yeah, I called it. That was easy to call. You that know, was an easy call, but it, but it was true. I, I didn't think they would get blown out. You the number two seed in the East, and we talked about how the East is weak. So when they play. No disrespect to these guys because I can't do what they do, not at the basketball level. But right. these guys, um, if you number two, you got to be some kind of good. But I think it was 56 and 27, whatever the numbers equals up to 82. And then the number two team was 55 or maybe yeah. it was 57, 56. He was right there. Yeah. How weak is the East? That's the thing that I'm trying to figure out. Is Cleveland really this dominant and this good? Or, or is the weak? Weak East, really this bad. I mean, and the thing that, and while I can't really 
get my arms around that, and I guess that we won't know until the finals. But the thing that bothers me most about Toronto is how weak that organization clearly is from top to bottom. When you see Kyle Lowry, when it's 46-46, decides, I need a few moments to clear my head. I need to relax. I need to relax my mind and body. (laughs) Are you kidding me? He was in yoga session. He was in. Oh uh, my God! I thought he was gonna go home. He should have. No, he should have gone home. He should have gone home. He should have gone home. Exactly. Well, he basically did. He yeah. was done. He was done for the night. I don't understand guys like that with that type of talent. How'd I can't do it. You talked about the myth. We talked about the mental stuff yesterday, did we? You said, oh. "Well, some guys got it and some guys just yeah. don't." We talking about the the golfer, yeah. yeah, who's a plus four. That's a see to me a plus four golfer. Yeah, and the guy you talking about. That's we. I play golf for that to be a plus something. Oh yeah, yeah. and I probably won't. I probably just be a scratch at best. But I could compete. I know how to compete. Right. To a, with a plus four guy, and that's the difference. And now what what bothers me is now I'm just going. Kyle Lowry, all this goodness that you built up through the entire season and early in the playoffs, in my mind. Is now gone, right? Because mm-hmm. he is mentally weak. You know, he's just gonna you, come home. And you turn deserted. It off. You deserted your team. Yeah, superstar. And, and, and I'm sorry. It, that just that's the biggest crime you can commit to your team is and you it, deserted them. Yeah. You decide I'm going to be selfish because I need to get my mind and body relaxed. Right. What are you? Are you kidding me? He was, they were in the game at the time too. It was tied. They were in the game. Two ball game. There's there's three minutes left in the first half, and you decide to go on a walkabout. <laughs> what the he hell? Went, he walked around the arena. He wanted to see what Well, yes. <laughs> he starts walking in the bag going, hey, I wonder where they store those buns for those yeah. hot dogs because those are good. Those <laughs> no, hot dogs are good. You know, is this where the pantry is? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but you got, help me. I mean, here's what's hilarious. Television is following him walking around, around underneath the stadium. With a chaperone. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, he and, has security. And, and I'm sorry, but he don't need security. Nobody's gonna. The coach that. for Toronto, <laughs> who is he? <laughs> Dwayne Casey. He's gonna be unemployed. Who is he? Former he gonna, coach of the year. He's gonna be. Uh, who former, is he? Former coach. Yeah, he's gonna be <laughs> a former everything. Yeah, he's gonna be unemployed in a minute. You let you let your star player and supposedly your heart and soul of your team. You go ahead because you mentioned coach. You I, I saw I saw the uh, yeah. Donovan get at Westbrook. Uh, not Westbrook, but uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. I was liking that. He just got there, college coach. But first of all, to a man, that's what it is. Right. We men right here. I'm going to talk to you how I need to talk to you because I think I've been around you long enough. It might push a button. But I didn't see the other coaches do that to their superstars. Yeah. I, I saw um, uh, T- Tyrone Lue do the same oh, thing with LeBron. Absolutely. I like, mm-hmm. I like that. Now, because most superstars want to be coached. We feel like we – well, I'm not a superstar like per se. Superstars feel like they – I don't need to be coached because I'm the best on the team. You still need to be coached because you're liking some stuff that will keep you at that level or make you a yeah. Hall of Famer yeah. or take you over the top. When I see these coaches getting their superstars, that, that's – I love that. And then, cause, and then I go back to – I watched Kerr had the baby Draymond Green. That, that bothered me right there, and I'm trying to figure out if I like Draymond Green. I, I like his passion because he come from a trial. He comes second round. Yeah. yeah. I'm but, not a fan. I say he comes from second round, but I'm not even a fan of the draft because I know how political that is. 
Absolutely. And, and I think a lot of people don't understand how professional sports is extremely political. Yeah. Extremely political. And that's why I've always told kids when we, I talk to youth groups is, you know, first it takes the point zero 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 one odd percent to have the athletic ability. Now multiply that by 100 because of the political scenarios that go around it. And, thing, and, and the guys that went to a certain school come from a certain place. Absolutely. Coach's friend. Uh, I've yep, seen so yeah. many guys in the, in the league from University of Miami, um, uh, all the top schools, yeah. but they can't play. Right. They might have made one play because they was on national TV and somebody said it was good. And the problem with that is the scouts, they are afraid to take chances and go somewhere. Yeah. Almost made me want to be a scout. I say only on a certain condition. Now, I want to be, if I wanted to be a scout, I was given conditions. Right. I'm only going to places. What's our, what's our offense or what's our defense? I probably would have been defensive scout. Okay, what are we running on defense? Right, I'm right. going to find a team that's similar to that, if not exactly the same of what we're running, who they play against, and do they run that scheme against those teams and how successful is he? When yeah. he comes here, just learn terminology. Again, when you look at the most successful NFL franchises from a personnel standpoint, New England, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, they all draft to a style of player, not who the experts say is the best. Yeah, and right. and and these experts, by the way, who made them experts? We were, well, we were talking about that too yesterday. In yeah, the parking yeah. Lot. Well, we had a show within the show. We always in the parking lot. Show. Yeah. Yeah. The these shows cameras. go down in the parking lot. Yeah, but yeah, yeah we, a lot we, of things we talked about that in, in in drafting gentlemen or drafting players, talent within the organization within that talent. That's exactly what you. What you should strive for. And you hear, like you said, you do hear all these experts, these Mel Kuypers, and, oh, they shouldn't have drafted that guy. Why didn't they take this kid here or this yeah. kid here or there? He's faster. He's quicker. Thumbs it's down. not about that. It, obviously, the Patriots can tell you about it. It's, it's hey. not about – I don't need to have Randy Moss every who, who year to win Super Bowl. Who was the other guy? Bowls. Tom McShay? Tom McShay. But I, I, yeah. I thumbs down to Mel Kuyper. He don't know yeah. what he's talking about. I think Tom McShay knows more yeah, than he does. Mel Kuyper. And, that, and I'm glad he got into the business that Mel Kuyper and he got yeah. somebody. Because Mel Kuyper for a while – even um, was who was the, the coach? The, the, the big oh uh, man, he was uh, he got the video game John Madden. Yeah. He said, "What well, I'm listening to Mario Kuyper for?" And the coach who was uh, <laughs> the um, New York Giants, New England coach Phil, um, not Phil, but uh, Bill. Oh, Bill Parcells. Bill yeah. Parcells. Oh yeah, yeah. So, he used to bag on Kuyper all the time. Yeah, go, who are you? To this guy. Yeah, exactly. What I would listen to this guy for? He's not in our scouting ring. He don't watch these yeah. guys all year like we do. Right. He don't spend millions of dollars to do extensive background checks on these guys. You know, you look at you look at Green Bay's top two receivers, both second round draft picks. Bowling. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb. Yeah. And in both instances, when they were picked, Mel Kuyper and everybody else criticized the Green Bay Packers for not picking. Talented guys and playing like first rounders, right? Whatever that means. Yeah, and playing like they're <laughs> they're both they're both all pro, right? Yeah. So yeah, you know, there's there's they're doing something right, but it it, it again is finding, but the unselfishness mm-hmm. and the tough mental toughness of Randall Cobb to me, yeah. I'm sorry, but that dude is a baller, and, and he's t- he's he's small. I watched the video on this guy, and I watched a uh, documentary on this guy. He is good. Oh. He was always good. Yes, he was a quarterback. Nobody gave him any credit though, coming out of Kentucky. Right. Yeah. He was always good, and he was yeah. a quarterback. I was like, no Mel, wonder he's so smart. I was like, Mel exactly. Kuyper. What, what, what are they doing drafting him in the second round? I was like, Mel Kuyper at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Uh, so had a, yeah. My friend I grew out of up Kentucky. with. My friend I grew up with. He was a freshman going to Kentucky, and yeah. he, he became a starting quarterback over time because of injuries. And Randall Cobb was his receiver as a senior. So obviously, I was tuning in, watching all their games. Now I see him draft night, second round. I'm like, Randall Cobb, why? Mm. 
But like you said, you understand, you got to fit the system. But when you watch TV, no, it's all propaganda. Works. It'll make you think oh, the guy's yeah. not good. I, make I you, agree. I mean, he, he was talented, but it was just like you with a losing organization or your offense is not running. Yeah. And Look, I didn't understand all that at the time, but, you know, you start to learn that. Why don't why don't Mel, uh, Mel Kiper learn to evaluate the talent well, in that way? Is that too much these, for him? Because it seems like he tries. He seems like he knows everything. He you know, doing, he's doing it from it's, a Mike. He pro. does it right. <laughs> no, you're right. He's doing it from a Mike Pro. <laughs> yeah. Man, tell it him seems like he, he seems like he'll break down anybody weakness, all that. Yeah. everyone. I'm like, man, he's a dude. big school guy. He's a name brand guy. He he wears he probably has to wear the same logoed shirts and stuff and he he's a brand school, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he is not he's not a talent guy, he's a brand guy. And um he probably get paid and I won't put I would not doubt this at all. Cuz I would do it. Hey, if I didn't have that type of talent with uh you know coaches and their players, hey, I need, I'm gonna, I'm going to make sure I put something in your pocket. Make sure you talk highly about this guy coming out next year. Yeah. He gets paid. You know let me change gears, switch gears just a little bit yeah, here, yeah. but staying within the talent pool. So a story came out on Sports Illustrated about Christian McCaffrey, who once again is being overlooked in the preseason All-Americans and all this stuff. He's a Heisman candidate. I agree. I agree. And, but all the feedback is they need to switch him to more of a slot receiver no. than a running back. Here's a kid who's 6'1", 205, 210 pounds. And, and he's at Stanford. And, and he's at Stanford, so you know he's smart. But he was taught, and Christian was talking about, he goes, you know, when people describe me, they never talk about athleticism. They never talk about explosiveness right. because I'm a white running back. Yeah. And he, he Stephen A. Smith went off on this uh, this morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was funny because I was, I was going to oh, talk I, about I it. I read all, the article. I missed all of it. Yeah, I read the article yesterday. And then Stephen A. Smith was commenting on it this morning. And, you know, he goes, he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he goes, how many times we tell people, don't, don't judge me based on the pigment of my skin. Yeah. And when you look at white receivers or white running backs, Jordan Nelson. It's, it's, yeah. Unassuming I, speed. You will, he'll blow right by you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody goes, well, he's not fast enough. To be, are line, you kidding line, me? Line up in front he of runs him. past everybody. He ran past... Uh, Revis and he's run past everybody he's played against. How are you not fast enough when you got twelve touchdowns and you got you, you got <laughs> and, six and they're all half of the seasons and old, half not the even season. over. I was yeah. the first and, half and of all the of them are seventy yards or longer. Yeah, he's so they gone. have plenty. They have plenty of time to catch him if they could. That's why I was kind of bothered by because I think I had Jordy in my fantasy, but I was bothered by his injury going down because uh, of that reason. I don't want to get you, get off your point because that's a good point. Yeah. We always telling people stop judging me by how I look. Yeah, you don't even know me. Come talk to me. Find out who I am. Before you start whispering and gossiping, I hate gossiper. Uh-huh. You start doing all that nonsense uh, so, before yeah. you even come sit down and talk to me. So his concern is is that his draft status because of that. is being diminished because he's a white running back. And, and stereotypically, he. I mean, if you took away, if you didn't know what color he was, yeah. and you looked at his stats, you go, there is a high first round draft pick right there. That's how they should draft him. That's how they should. That's draft how they them. should. Yeah. That's how and they it's should draft them. same thing as it's a black network. quarterback. Yeah. Well, and while that's changing slightly, ooh. and I'm only going to say slightly, I still believe that black quarterbacks don't aren't given their due yet. And to that, I still more. I still believe there are some owners who just don't think the black quarterbacks can run their team. A great example of this is Warren Moon. This guy oh, comes out of geez. Washington State. Uh, yeah, Washington. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's all Pac-12. Yep. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Pack 8 It was Pack 8 yeah, at the time. Yeah, back then, yeah. Yep. Yep. So he's all Pack 8 He's MVP of the Rose Bowl. 
he doesn't get drafted at all. Yeah. He has the numbers. He goes up to Canada and played for six years. He doesn't even get to sign as a free agent. No. He didn't even get a free agent signing. No. He didn't even get a free agent signing, so he has to go to Canada. Because owners, white, all the owners are white, mm-hmm. didn't yep. think a black quarterback can run their team. It's the same thing with Joe Gilliam until he goes to Pittsburgh. That's true. And, but Joe had some uh, substance abuse problems, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and Terry Bradshaw ended up taking his job. Uh, but still, he goes to play in Canada, Warren Moon, for six or eight years, six years. To this day, that black quarterback is top 10 in passing, top 10 in touchdowns, top 10 in yards, and he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. This is the guy who can't win your football team. Right. It's a Hall of Famer. No, and, and but just. So slightly, I agree, 100%, that it's, it's only changed slightly. It's only changed slightly. Depends on what yeah. kind of offense you're trying to run. You, yeah. got, you got an RG3 because the guy was an athlete and he could throw a little bit. I would watch RG, RG3 in, um, over Exos. Yeah. And I'm in the back training my guys, and I'm hearing this uh, sound like a bunch of bees. <laughs> Something like a bunch of bees. I'm like, zzz, like sizzling. I say, what is that? It's him throwing the football. He could throw. That is such a tight spiral that does that. I mean, it's Man. it's phenomenal. He can throw. His problem is he's got to learn how to pass. He's mental, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's his problems between that's, the ears. Um, yeah, there's some quarterbacks that are throwers. There's some quarterbacks that are passers. Right. Yeah. The throwers are a more athletic quarterback. The passers yes. are skill set Tom Brady's and right. Peyton Manning who can put put the ball where they need to be. Right. In their prime. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, though. I think we were we went all over the break. Uh, so we taking a break or we gonna keep it moving. Whatever you got, man, we can go on. We can, can, we can. Let's take a break. Quite a lot of sports talk. Quick break, probably a minute, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We're headed in unexplored territory this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav as we chase wild game in uncharted country. So tag along with us as we explore the remote corners of the U.S. in search of the most pristine hunting grounds. Joining us on our epic voyage will be Steve West of the Adventure Series and Steve's Outdoor Adventures and Mike Scobie of Peterson's Hunting Adventures and Border to Border. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hello Friday. I've been waiting for you for a long time to just save me. When my life came crumbling down. Hey, well, hello Friday from. I am uh, looking in this book, Kaleas Campbell's book, which is sloppy at best. I mean, I'm gonna steal all his sponsors. The condition. Yeah, no, because it's, um, it's loose. I would have made it hard, harder hard than this. Yeah, well, harder than this. The problem is, is that that costs money. Mm, let's see. And he decided that he was probably gonna put the money towards something else. Well, I tell you what. Because most people it, throw yeah. that away after they're looked at it on nah, the course I all day. Things. I keep Well, these, you do, yeah. but you're an aberration. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're a Christian. You're, 
<laughs> You're. <laughs> I um, oh my. But no, this book doesn't tell. You, I mean, it tells you everything, but the guy, what he does for through his foundation, outstanding. Yeah. I hate to see. I would hate to see him leave the valley. Outstanding. He's. He will never leave the valley. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Connors don't look. Connors think. Let me, let me rephrase that. He. His spirit would always be in the valley, but his money won't be. <laughs> Because I'm talking about his money as far yeah. as well, the donations and stuff he does and the, right. the giving back, the giving back he does. He does a tremendous well, job. A lot of guys out, take it elsewhere. Shaq, Shaq is one of the few guys, uh, I, I say one of the few guys, probably one of the few guys I know that when he leaves from team to team, he still does his events in wherever he was. Right, right. Every year. But Calais, Calais is, to me, he is – Truly, one of the faces of the Cardinals. Yeah, I think so. And and I think what he does for the team goes far beyond just the play on the field. I think he he does a great job with younger players and tell them how to be a professional. Yeah, I think he and those are the players I think you need. I mean, we talked about this was the uh, the parking lot story yesterday where we talked about you know, what should Philadelphia do with yeah. their number one draft pick. We they need to freaking trade it for trade some it. real players, we, we, some we veteran all, leadership. We all agree on that, right? Get rid of it, yes. What you what you gonna do with a number one? Sit him down, and he he's gonna be hurt when he comes in there. Just his first of all, he's gonna be spiritually hurt. <laughs> then he's gonna well, be, yeah, because he's got to go to Philadelphia. Go to Philadelphia. <laughs> There's nothing on Broad Street anymore, but yeah. unless you're gonna shop all day, then you're gonna um, be mentally hurt, then physically hurt. Yeah, Joel and B haven't even played yet. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him do anything. I haven't heard anything from his camp. Anything was, was if that, he's going to play, right? Yeah. Even if he's healthy enough to play next season, it's the I off. Mean, it's the off season. Normally, you, you hear those stories, Joel. You know, but getting, look at get himself together. Look at who they're no, drafting. Though they continue to draft these very tall, fragile centers yeah. that are not where the game is going. By the way, they, this just in Philadelphia, it is a perimeter run game right now with the three point. Shot and, down. and the yeah. ability to pass the ball. It isn't this low post or even these hybrid guys. Them days are gone. Yeah, it, it, are it's gone. the teams that play like that make might be an AFC uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Look at look at what's going on with probably the two best teams right now: with Cleveland and and Golden State. So running gun. Kyrie play. Irving, how great is he playing in these playoffs right he now? He is on fire. He's on. He's he better not be on Steph, but he's on fire. See, he's an MVP to me. Yeah, in in the playoffs, in, a, in the playoffs, right right now, right now, he's so, Cleveland's MVP. He's no, don't no, let don't say that loud. LeBron, go, well, LeBron needs think to just LeBron? LeBron, LeBron needs to check LeBron, himself. I think LeBron, it's LeBron. LeBron's saying this guy's playing lights out. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Kyrie everything because you're right. He's superstar level talent. That's the, what you need to be, Kyrie uh, Kyle Lowry. <laughs> you got to take your game up to that <laughs> next level in the playoffs. Well, Kyrie listen, Irving has done it. He needs a rest. I need to just go take a rest. A I need to. I in, need um, to center myself. I need to just find my body and my mind. He's in a uh, shavasana. What? He's in shavasana, <laughs> laying down. The end of yoga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, in, he's, in shavasana, he's doing right. that relaxation yoga class right. at six thirties. Oh, the on relaxation when they lay down. <laughs> exactly. You just all you're doing is you're taking a nap. Don't ask me. How I know that. <laughs> well, sadly, <laughs> I know it too. That's <laughs> you wake up. You go to. You wake up early. Go to the gym to go lay back down. Exactly. <laughs> you do one or stretch move. I was used it. to do it on Sunday evenings. Yeah. So six thirty to seven thirty, I'm sleeping. Yeah. You're sleeping again. <laughs> <laughs> you already in your own. Uh, oh Got man. you. Got you. Uh, six six six. Uh, Namaste. Kyle, <laughs> namaste. namaste, bitches. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, but I, I'm still going to hold Kyrie Irving to me is the single biggest difference 
in the Cavs of last year and this year. I don't think LeBron is still playing great, just as he did last year. Kevin Love, you can say some nice things about him, but I think it's yeah. it's this Thompson. Year. To me, it's Thompson and Kyrie Irving that are making that are the difference makers. Yeah, Thompson, Kyrie. But see, when they play, and I'm I'm not discounting. I'm just going by my favorites because they won me $100, which is now up to 150 off interest. Yeah, Garen. Yeah, Garen, you much. You, uh, boy, it's Friday, but don't let me start cur- Today, <laughs> today, I, I didn't lose my train of thought, but I just don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lose my train. I just missed it. Um, I'm trying to think. If it's better to drink on a weekend and not during the week or drink during the week and not on the weekends? I was going to ask you guys that. Just, well, let's see. The weekdays, there's more weekdays than weekends. Yeah, but, it, you know, my drinking right. is easy. It's well, yeah. wine. But I, I'm, I, try to, I try to minimize or eliminate my drinking during the week. I'm, a, I'm just going to cut it all out. Yeah, I, think the, I, th- I think the weekday, I'm just going to cut it all out. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that that's I stick to the weekend. Month. Yeah. Uh, I stick to the weekend, unless it's a special occasion. What do you consider, like a beer here or there? Mm, you watching a game? I'm talking about you shouldn't that. be... Don't get tipsy. Get if you get tipsy, you, don't, oh, you drink too much. Oh, if you yeah. get tipsy, you okay. drink too much. Okay. Yeah. You know, you probably still can. Uh, but then, drive, but then there's uh, lightweights <laughs> like me, at two drinks, <laughs> and I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. a lightweight. But I, and I'll admit it, I, but, two drinks is is plenty for me. But you came in the bar drinking two big things of water, also. True. You got to you got to dilute it. True. Okay. True. All back. right. That was fun. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I'm back on the train. Okay. So I, I say, still say Tristan Thompson and Kyrie Irving are the reasons that Cleveland is doing what they're doing. You know, I watched Thompson last night. Tristan, the guy they didn't want to pay. Uh, and he was so dominant on the offensive boards and making things happen from, from just the – he was doing all the dirty work. Mm-hmm. That He worked so flipping hard. Mm-hmm. I, I was – and, and I just really gained an appreciation watching his game last night. And, and even though I noticed it the game before as well, um, and again, you're right. Don't take anything away from LeBron. But I'm sorry, Kyrie Irving is the MVP right now. And, and, and Tristan Thompson. And LeBron Thompson, need to pipe down a little bit. He, we know who you are, LeBron. Yeah. And I'm not dis- – see, I'm not one of those guys that say, man, you've been winning long enough. It's time for somebody else to win. If you can win forever, win forever. Win forever. Right. Then make, then you know what you do? You, you just made everybody step their game up. That's yeah. pretty much what you did. But LeBron, is he is the guy. But when Kyrie's on that floor, I think everything should run through him. Because let if LeBron want to bring it up, that's fine. So what you got, 25-second clock? Is it a 25-second? 24. 24, 24. okay. That was right. 24-second clock. <laughs> I'm bringing the ball up. I'm Kyrie. I got to pass it to somebody. They got to pass it to LeBron. They're going to double-team him, so he got to pass it back. By the time I get it, it's five seconds left. And you want me to pass it? I'm shooting. So just keep True. the ball in my hand. True. Just keep it. Like, do what Russell, Russell Westbrook does. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's in there right there. Don't do that. <laughs> keep what you're doing. Have LeBron bring the ball up. Let the offense yeah, run through LeBron right. because it looks the game looks so much easier when LeBron is driving to the rim. Once he gets one help side, he's flipping across the court to J.R. Smith, to wide open Channing Fry, to Kyrie Irving. Shumpert. It's right by his side, and he, he can go one-on-one with anyone, get to the cup. It makes the game so much easier yeah. for the Cavaliers. I, I agree. Can it can shot. go through. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, he can create a shot like Westbrook. That's when LeBron comes out the game, whenever that is. And you see that type of play. But when LeBron's in there, let's, let's make this easy. Let's get the, let's get the job done. 
And guys are not going to get, they're not gonna get up on LeBron if he's bringing the ball because he'll run right by him. Right, then right. that creates a four-on-five right. situation. Because things would change well, when, if they go against the Warriors or OKC. Things would change. LeBron is not going to be that guy every single time. Because Andre Iguodala is going to be on him. Right. Iguodala is going to be there. You know, I'm a, you know who I'm a fan of? I've always been, but just I like when he comes in the game. Who, yeah. me? No, who? Go ahead. <laughs> Leonardo uh, <laughs> Barbosa. <laughs> I agree. That's and a one-man fast break. That's one-man offense. He needs to do that more often, though. And, yeah, and he's change the pace guy. But but I haven't seen the last game, mm-hmm. or the or I'm sorry, the the uh, the first game, and even the last game because he didn't really even play that much last game. But but he did not do his typical Barbosa Brazilian blazing <laughs> gone his moments right to the hole every time. He, do a he needed to do more of that. I thought it was it a road runner. He was he was too quick to uh, pass the ball away, but. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, with these uh, series. It's Friday. Like I said, the strategy and the marketing strategy that the NBA has was great because it's yeah. Friday. Give us a break um, to go out and do some happy hours. Come back um, Saturday then Saturday, for with, But they're coming back with the— With the Cleveland and Toronto. Right. And then Sunday, prime time, number one team in the country, in yeah. the land— you get to sit at home and do nothing but watch basketball. I just want to get to the. I just want to get to Golden State and Cleveland. I, yeah, let's just fast forward. Let's, let's just fast get forward. there. I should. I should time travel. <laughs> I mean, Cleveland. I. I should right time now. Travel. If I had to pick a team that's going to win it all, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you just contradict yourself. I know. <laughs> I know because uh, you know I, they play. I don't the disagree. And but so there, there is the conundrum that I find myself in. But they is play, Cleveland look so really? Good, though. They do, they and I'm so just good. going. God, I is see the East really this week. I see what you're seeing. Cleveland looks so good. Did you think that's Man, the Le- that's the LeBron? That's be them. Yeah, right. that's the LeBron team that was in Miami. Where they was playing. Right. Was, these guys are everybody's on all cylinders. Yeah. With mm. the path they're going, that makes it that much easier for their confidence to grow. Now I'm, it's getting to the point. Not only can we do this in the East, we yeah. can do this against anybody. Yeah. I'm not going. Uh, Nobody can stop us. I don't and think I'm gonna watch scary. the finals. Yeah, that's gonna be. What are you talking about? Because I'm gonna be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, see what, what you're gonna do. Look, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Go, go back to the North. Go, <laughs> go take a nap. You need to take a yoga yeah, you, class. You and, Kyle, you, yoga. And, you and Lowry go. Uh, no, it's gonna be that type of game that I don't want to. Cause I start rooting for teams. Yeah. And I be I be passionately rooting. I've got to watch it get, alone. And then I get I know. That, okay, that's how I have to do. <laughs> I have to be able to turn the channel and watch something else. Yeah, because when I, I watch, watch it, it alone. when I turn the channel, they start winning. But when I'm watching, they losing. It's kind of like my Green Bay Packers. I generally will not watch my Green Bay Packers with anyone else. You can't, I just I got to watch too many it alone. idiots out. So on the record, y'all pushing for the Cavs to win this year? No, is that what you? No, is that what I'm, I'm still going Golden State. I but first they got to said Cleveland. I, I'm leaning. I, said, I said right now. He said Cleveland. State. I heard him say Cleveland. Yeah, oh, no, just no. Now. I and I'm and I'm fine with that. I I am I'm vacillating here. I'm really struggling because I'm trying to determine is Cleveland really this team or is the East just this week? Here's 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 how I see it. If the East win, it'll be a seven game series. If the East win, if Cleveland win, well, Cleveland will be representing the East. Yes. They will lose their first game of the uh, conference final. Of the uh, championship game, they will lose their first game to them, yeah. whether that so be against sweep. Oklahoma. So they're going to sweep yeah. Toronto. And I don't care how much okay. rest they have, they're going to lose their first game against Oklahoma or Golden State. I'm I'm willing to bet that. Okay, guaranteed. Yeah, I'm. You, you, you came the the West. Okay, look at all the teams in the West. The Suns, if they were in the East, they'd be eight seed. 
Yeah, yes. that's what's sad. Yeah, they, I know, and they'd be out. That's they would have swept, but they would've been out. They would've been AC. They're terrible. <laughs> They're horrible. <laughs> and They're they got the, they got the number four pick. What are they gonna waste with that? Who they gonna who career are they gonna end with that? Yeah, oh, exactly. you're talking about this big boy from Croatia. Oh, seven one out of the country. They're saying, <laughs> well, and that's a problem. Country. That's hey. a problem. They've done that too many times. Going out of the country. I actually think he's going to go three, but that's why I'm changing all my better, vehicles. He's better all... than Porzingis. No way. Right now, at his age. Uh, oh, he's he's younger. He's 18. Porzingis 19. Porzingis, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just going to say 19 or 20. He might be a year older. Yeah, at the most. This guy's developing. See, this is why I'm changing threes. all my vehicles back. I'm changing to American Made. I'm going Dodge. All right. What's in the book? Oh, what's in the book? Oh, we can do a lot of things in the book. Um, let's really change gears. So Mickelson has agreed to turn back $978,000 that he earned on a trade because he got a stock tip from a That's a hookup. Bookie. What's wrong with that? I agree. That's a hookup. I, I'm sorry, but how many of us have bought stock because somebody told us something? Right, Kurt. I think Everybody. You, I think you better get this stock. It's about to do what it's supposed to do. And you mm-hmm. get in and you make 900 some thousand. Yeah. And, That's but a hookup. Mickelson is, has agreed to give that back. To who? Um, to the, the company he bought stock of? Or? Well, the Securities Commission oh. has come down and they've charged um, – the guy with insider trading, no, no, and they haven't accused Mickelson, but he's now giving, he's forfeiting back, short, just short of a million bucks. If he wasn't uh, a big-time golfer in a name, he would be in jail. They'd be, they'd be, they'd be indicting Phil Mickelson right now because exactly. the powers that be came into play. Well, just, Phil, just give the money back. Phil, yeah. Phil's been doing this the whole time. Absolutely. Yeah, he has. Yes. But I, I'm sorry, but tell me somebody who's in the stock market that hasn't done this. It's a hookup. That's what I, it's about. You constantly hear this. I, I mean, it, like when I'm talking to other companies and things, and they're going, "Hey, you know, we're just we're about to acquire this right. other company and stuff." And I go, mm-hmm. you oh, bingo! Exactly. So I go buy their stock. Yeah. They acquire this company. The, the stock skyrockets, mm-hmm. and off you go. This happens all the time. Why do you think every politician ends up richer coming out of office than going in? Exactly. Because they are in these meetings all the time, <laughs> hearing about the direction of business and things and, and what they're and going to be doing. Even on a small scale, you got somebody working at Target. Hey, this is about to go on sale, and it's going to go on sale soon, but nobody knows about this yet. You come and target. You get everything that went on sale. Right. And let's say you're you're a a resourceful person. Well, I got it for $5. I'm reselling it back out for $15. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just amazes me. But that's a hypocrisy. That's Uh, a hypocrisy of kind of our judicial system. And who's going to get in trouble is the guy they say inside traded. Well, yeah, he's he's did what I would have. The bookie's going down. Yeah, mm. he's gone. He he's the one that's taking the rap for that. This. Is uh, a year and a day. He's gonna do a year and a day in prison. Don't you find it funny that he got this tip from a bookie? <laughs> just <laughs> let's, let's just talk Phil about that and itself. The bookie. Exactly. Phil and the bookie. Phil's got the bookie. So hey, he's gonna do a year and a day. I tell you that. It's gonna be the new thirty for thirty. <laughs> Phil yeah. and the bookie. Down the road it was. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So. And now Jacksonville, are they snake bit for oh, the second man. year in a row? Oh yeah, they got Jalen. Jalen Jalen tears his meniscus. Was it a slight tear or what that he tore? He done. They done? say it's they they haven't I done the MRI. They're just saying they that have to it's, see a second doctor exactly right? second to determine result. how bad this. Yeah. Is. What was wrong with the first doctor? Yeah. 
the first doctor didn't know what he was doing. Especially from a meniscus standpoint. Right. Maybe he was an it's intern. It's pretty standard. I, I told my meniscus. Get an MRI. Look at the intern. meniscus. The doctor could have been on vacation, out of town. It's the off season. Not while football is going on. You yeah. can't intern. You can't have no interns. <laughs> this is not any given Sunday. You, you can't have any interns. On. If football is going on, if they got camp going on, the drill doctors better be there. Oh, absolutely. Every facet of of uh, ophthalmologists all down all the way down to the toenail doctor. Yep. He better be there. Oh, I uh, the podiatrist got to yeah, be there. Yeah, he better be there. Got to be there. Toe injuries. So, but I mean, that's too bad. Yeah, you look at these guys. I mean, bad. this is Fowler last year that they lost for the entire year. Yeah. Because of an OTA injury. Yeah. And now now Jalen Ramsey, who is going to be a major impact player for that defense. And I don't know if you cut out OTAs because here's the reason why quarterbacks get hurt. Because they never get touched. And when they get in yeah. the game, their body is not built for punishment. Exactly. And everybody else's body is. You be Even if you're boxing, you, your body gets hit, so you take punches. This is like, feel like I'm sparring until right. somebody hits you in the jaw. People get knocked out because they don't see the punch coming. Right. And the best punch is the straight-ahead punch. But people get knocked out and they don't see a punch coming. Yeah. So when your body's not built to um, take that punishment, quarterbacks are always the first to go down. So if you're Jacksonville, what are you doing with Ramsey? I'm babying him. I'm, I'm sending him in to get that little meniscus sewn up or right shaved now. off right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not waiting now. another day. I don't want to – I plan on using him for – he's my third – he's my fifth pick in a draft, number one. First yeah. round, fifth pick, I think, with Jacksonville head. I'm not going to shave it down as much so he's end up bone on bone at some point. No. I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever well, it takes. I'm sending him yeah. to Germany. Well, and, and, and again, if it can be sewn up, I, I said they yeah. do that and take the extra time to let that heal. Right. If it can up. be sewn. But otherwise, you just shave that little rough edge off and, and away. I mean, shoot. You're talking to somebody who's had five knee surgeries, so <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. had those. I've 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 had that where they just go in. But I mean, you're back, and even as a as a lay person, you're back in a month. And these guys are with all the treatment and stuff are back in two weeks if they yeah, want to yeah. be. But then you just take it easy on them. Just go to Germany. I, hey, Germany. I I would do I would do anything to get that right to get that right call Kobe Bryant exactly call Kobe <laughs> who's your guy yeah I'm going over and I'm yeah just call your guy I'm, I'm on my way yep. take another break our final break before we end the show Kwame Lassa Sports Talk Jim Lachey Kurt Feltkeller we'll be right back the opening kickoff is a beauty it's a fly ball deep right field that goes O'Neal he's at the shot got it with 2.8 seconds left to left I don't care where they put him this one is out of here High school to the pros, we, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. 
sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. Hey, welcome back in to Kwame Lasso Sports Talk Show. Last segment, Friday. Friday. Hopefully today will be a good day. Oh, every day is a good day, and especially if it's a Friday. Hopefully. What do you got planned for the weekend? Hopefully for Kyle Lowry. Oh. Honestly, my, my brother's coming to town. You uh, never met him. Uh, I never met your brother. You got to meet him. Cool. He's, he's a smart guy. Sometimes. Um, he's coming in. His birthday Sunday, so oh. we're just gonna chill out, man. You guys are gonna tear it up? No, this we're not weekend. gonna tear it up. I'm not. I'm not doing it. You think he's gonna come to town and let yes. you just lay low? He actually texted me and said we're chilling this. Give weekend. me that phone. No, I'm gonna text him right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, Kwame has been sent out on assignment. Yes, to go cover yeah. a uh, local event for us, Kwame. I'm trying to do the best I can do. <laughs> You got about ten minutes I have to give information us information for you guys. Too. Yeah, you got ten minutes to give us play by play of everything. Yeah, of the traffic happened. on the way down to uh, <laughs> to Whirlwind. So, I need to get my earpiece in. Yeah, get that earpiece <laughs> in. So hey, so tell us about this tournament, Calais it's Campbell's been, tournament. Um, uh, fourth annual Calais Campbell's Celebrity Golf Tournament. He did a he did a reception thing last night. Look, Emma last night. At uh, James Bond, a uh, mansion down the street from the house, carried the whole house. Yep. And, um, you know, it's in support of uh, Charles Richard Campbell, his, uh, his father. And he does a great job of giving it back. And what it is, as far as this tournament is concerned, he's giving out, I think it's about ten dollars to $15,000 of scholarship to kids born in uh, college this year. And he does it every year. So it's still called, he's, like I said, he puts the money back out into the community, uh, being who he is and what he does. Yeah, he's he's definitely a tremendous leader for the Cardinals in so many ways, both on the field and off the field. Yeah, I feel him as one of the faces of the Cardinals franchise also. When you talk about, and you go overall, you got to throw his name out there. Yeah. Hey, so i got to ask so, you, are you, are you going to be playing the new clubs? Have you adjusted fully to those? I'm going to play the new clubs. i got to work them out. Um, and the thing about this is it's somewhat of a scramble, so, but I'm going to play the new clubs until I get these down back. I'm waiting on my wedges coming. You know, new clubs, these new clubs keep my ball out to the right, which is fine. So I just line up there and change my swing. Uh, not too much. I don't want to be a Tiger. Tiger had the swing that everybody wanted, and he was always changing his swing. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but, you know, when you get new clubs, you realize, why do I get new clubs? My old work just fine. Yeah, Tiger. Why'd you, you got new t- t- you got new clubs because you got a you got a uh, a deal on them so that's why you got new clubs. Yeah, well, you got bored. Well, let's be honest. I'm like, I'm like um, 
I can't pass up a hookup. You give me an inside trade, and I'm, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm we, we need to get the hookup at PXG. Where? <laughs> yeah. PXG, those new clubs, the PXG clubs, oh, that's yeah, what you man. need, I man. Was, I heard it was butter. Yep, that's what you need. So I heard they were butter. Hey, so here's another thing that I want to talk to you about, um, especially since you and Demery are, are the football players of this team. So the NFL has decided to give back the $700,000 that they've charged our U.S. military over the past few years for recognizing Marines coming back or disabled veterans or um, doing the national uh, or doing the, the flag presentation and announcing the different yeah. uh, branches of the military. They have agreed to give back that 700 k that they were charging as a non-patriotic effort. They were charging for this, and they've agreed to give it back. My question to you guys is, did they decide to give it back because they got caught? Or they, yeah. do you think they decided to give it back because it's the right thing to do? I think it's because they got caught, I'll, first and foremost. I'll, I'll, I'll go real quick so uh, then they have time. But I think um, somebody brought it to their attention, and all we do is talk about how patriot, how patriot we are here in the United States and who we support. Even, even getting on planes and stuff, we always cater to our military. And I'm all in favor for that. But when you getting when you charging for some things that people are dying for, going to war for, and giving us a better life over here, and for a game we playing, and you just so used to making money, NFL, that you felt like with everything going on with the concussion, we can't get in another uh, bad, we can't have another bad look on our on our shield. So I think someone brought it to it to their attention, and they said we give this money back. It's the right thing to do because. We got caught. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I mean, they do a great job of supporting the military and putting awareness out there. You see in several commercials, one of the coolest commercials now where the guy gives you the vision of why the, mil- why the Marines, and then they go yeah. through the whole spiel, and at the end, they're on the football field holding the flag. NFL does a great job of supporting it, but everything Kwame just said, like you can't, you can't hide it forever. You, you cannot... You got to give back. These guys, it's, it's more than just, like, a brand. It's more than just a sponsor that you're selling. This year, like Kwame said, these guys are putting their lives on the line. These guys, yeah. it, it, this is not just something that's happening for a time period. This is going on for history. This is historical. They're, they're doing this for the U.S., for gentlemen like us to have this freedom over here fighting for the country. So it should never been a charge. Well, and so, I mean, literally – they were charging I didn't even know for that, that. Marine didn't know that. to come back and surprise his family. They were charging yeah, for that. And and here's yeah, the other so, thing. You know, look at think how think how good a look that would have been for the NFL to say, We'll take care of that. We got this. Absolutely. We bring these guys back. And I, I I'm sorry, but you know, and I, I I think Roger Goodell does a great job on a lot of things, but here's here to me is the biggest faux pas he's ever made is allowing this to happen. Now, he says he was not aware of this. And, uh, you know, to some degree, I can kind of understand. But having said that, here's the other thing. This came out last summer. Right before the football season started, this came out last year. And it's taking him until now to finally pay this money back, to do the right thing. Right. I'm struggling with so much of this. 
I'm so disenchanted by the way the NFL has handled this. Besides the fact of, hey, yeah, this is a great idea. This will give a lot of publicity for mm-hmm. the, the armed forces. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and it's only going to cost you $30,000 a gig. I, I, I just I don't even know where that makes any sense. See, we, we, um, we are so fake as people today. I'm talking about, and, and let me state it and throw myself in there before somebody take it the wrong way. We are so fake as people today. We always, you think about how good of a look, a look that would have been for the NFL. Say, no, we got this. We pay for them to come out. They're over there fighting for what we're allowed to do over here for free. And we say it's called freedom. Yeah. But you, you think about, you always think about how this going to make me look. What am I going to get? out of it. Can I do it for me first? Or you do it for certain people because you think they're going to do certain things for you instead of saying, well, wait a minute, this is the right thing to do. That's why I said we're so fake. But we, instead of just going out there and doing the right thing because it's the right thing, we got to find out how it's going to look in your camp. Who you, how are you going to benefit off it down the road? And that's the problem I have with us today. When I say us, I'm talking about people, I'm talking about me also. Is this a good look? Or are we going to be able to do the right things? Or... Or just get together and say, well, yeah, let's all do it. And whenever money we get out of it, we donate it. Because these guys, these guys, some guys choose to go to war. Some guys choose to fight for this country. You look at Fat Tillman after 9-11, this guy is playing football. Um, And the story is different how how I see it, but it's still a big story. He goes, after 9-11, something clicked in and said, now I want to go fight. He became a Texas Ranger. And in his life, he lost his life because of it. There's people like that all over. Yep. Yeah, it's it's. We just, uh, we just fake as people. I I can't I can't agree with you more, but I, I think that this is this is the uh, biggest example of hypocrisy that I've seen in a long long time, and it certainly gives a black eye to the NFL and the Shield, and that's supposedly you know Roger's Roger Goodell's job is to protect the image of the Shield. Well, for the last three years, you've been taking hundreds of thousands of dollars. From the military, so that they can roll out a flag held by military members, and they're charging for that. I just, oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, Kelly, Emory, what about uh, when that seal? I think you might have just said this, but when that when that United States flag come out on that seal and everybody's holding it, right? Yeah, they're charging the military to bring military folk out there to do that. That's what they wow. were doing. I just, it's unconscionable to me to 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 literally understand the story. And again. I don't know why it's taken, because this came out right before the beginning of the season last year. It's taken until now before they've actually paid it back to the government. If I give um, Roger Goodell the benefit of the doubt, then it, it should be some people tired because he didn't know this. Damn, I'm in charge of something. I'm going to know everything I'm supposed to know that I'm in charge of. But just for the benefit of the doubt, it should be some people tired because I didn't know we were, being, we were charging these people. Well, he probably thought it was business as usual, but Trump stuff is not business as usual like this incident right now, this case. Well, and every team needs to hold themselves responsible, too, because that's where it was sold. It was sold as local sponsorship in each of these NFL teams. So every NFL team needs to take accountability to this and look at themselves and go, God, what what a ridiculous way this was to conduct business just because we're trying to drive more revenue into our ball club. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, selfish society good, nowadays. I'm telling you that. Yeah, it, that's got me all fired up. Sorry, that was uh, that was something that really bothered me. 
So. Yeah, that was a good one, man. You almost got my, got my juices flowing now. Now I don't need to hit I heard the car speed up. Yeah, you was you was all in it. That's right. Yeah. I heard <laughs> Kwame was speeding down 10. Yeah. I'm here now, baby. So I'm. Um, God, I you did I get there fast. That's what I'm saying. I looked at my clock and said, damn, that was fast. Yeah, you got there really fast. Nicely done. Nicely done. So Demery's brother is coming into town. <laughs> and uh, Demery's brother is coming into town. He's telling me that they're just going to hang really low this weekend. We they're are. not going to go out. They're not going to do any fun and frivolity, which I'm sorry, I'm just not buying it. Not for a second. Kurt. Jimmy will be at the W. If I don't have so much to do today, I'll be at the W. He won't be at the W tonight. He'll be somewhere at Scottsdale. Hey, tomorrow night is the big I, night at the W. So just tomorrow is what? Tomorrow is the big night at the W. Oh, is it what's going down that we need to know? Yeah, there's there's a um, charity event that's been going on. It's um, it's for leukemia. Okay. And they've had several events around the valley, but tomorrow's the big event at the W in Scottsdale, um, where they're going to, um, I think it's the finals of the men and women of the year of how much money that they've raised for the Leukemia Society. And oh, wow. uh, I will tell you, I went, um, I went to one of these events with, with our friend Fawn um, a couple weekends ago, and oh my goodness, the eye candy that was there was absolutely <laughs> spectacular. <laughs> And our, and our other friend, Kiki Cordero, she, was, she sent me a text just yesterday and said, hey, you got to make sure you come because I'm going to have a lot of my friends there, too. Ooh. And I went, oh, goodness gracious. Time so. to go find my and tie. Demery laying low this weekend. Uh, yeah, but Demery can't go because he and his brother are going to be laying low. What I'm saying is. What, what, I, yeah. what I'm saying is. Listen, you hang out. You hang out in that lazy boy in front of the TV. I can lay low with and Kiki and cool. her friends. No, no, no. That that's not laying low, Kiki. man. That that's as high profile as it gets. You're gonna be Being you're with gonna Kiki be and a, friends. That, that's a. I'm just saying. I can lay low. You and your brother. No, no, no. You guys, listen. Kwame and I'll go. We'll report back to you guys <laughs> and let you know how it went because. Yeah, I, I, I just don't want you to get out of your flow with your brother of relaxation and doing know, yoga. Y'all taught me to put on my event <laughs> crasher's hat. Y'all showed me how to oh, crash an event. Absolutely. <laughs> not weddings, not funeral, event crashers. Absolutely. It's the right thing to if, do. If, if you don't know how to crash a party, you miss some things in life. That's right. <laughs> but he's going to hang low this weekend. So and I I, I respect right. him for that. I'm gonna be low at the at the top the of the W. The W is out of his range. <laughs> yeah, out of my range. What? Well, it's <laughs> well, yeah. It, it definitely it it certainly doesn't. It isn't consistent with laying low if you're going to the W on Saturday night. Here's so. the deal. Okay, here oh. it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> I'm gonna go reevaluate. What me and my you brother had discussed low? in the text messages during, throughout the week. Uh huh. And uh-huh. we'll see how low. We're trying to get. Okay, so suddenly you're being influenced. Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) So, Kyle, what are you going to do this weekend? Suddenly you're being influenced by everything else. You're not going to do your little walk about your house and around the living room and around the uh, TV set? That's going to happen. Yeah. Suddenly you're going to find yourself crashing, crashing the W. Crashing the W. Crashing the W in the event. Well, I guess you can do that. You can do that. Hey, we got to get out of here, though. Enjoy oh, your Friday. Man. Enjoy your weekend. 
Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show. We got to get out of here. So enjoy your weekend. We'll catch you all Monday. You listen to the Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show. We'll catch you Monday. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>